Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason. And we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Thousands of years ago, a puddle of slime had a bad dream, and from that slime crawled human beings, and from that bad dream grew the curse of sentience that has plagued humankind since that first slimy birthday. Now, in the distant cosmos, the ballad of humanity's folly plays out, a race of beings obsessed with their own destruction and with making movies about the future. Bad movies about a stupid future. Ballads and tales and fables and prophesies of the year 1990. In the year 1990. It's the future, Tom. Yes. How does it feel? It feels pretty good, Future Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Have you well, eaten you a know, lot of rats today? I don't dare. Um, you don't. You don't. Because what would happen if you know one of the one of the wasteland mutants saw us and then snitched on us to the Rat Queen? Because oh, God, you're right. Because she has her, her Majesty uh, has a standing bounty, a standing snitch bounty uh, reward for anyone on caught eating her children. Oh, or uh, trying Tom. to distribute I, literature about... Oh, uh, <laughs> man. I've been eating so many rats, even when I'm not hungry. Really? I, I didn't even think about you that. You fool! Yeah, I gotta, I gotta stop eating rats. Future Dave, we, can't, we only have so many more boards we can put up in these windows, and then we'll just yeah. uh, everything we do behind closed doors will just be just on display for all the rat world to see, so... That's true. Uh, hey, folks. Hello. I, 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 We're gonna have to build an uh, eating uh, fort. We we are. Eat, that's a great. Yeah, I think they call that a, a like a kitchen or a a nook, breakfast nook. Yeah, I think that's right. Or a they de- used to a den. Yeah, because we are now in the distance year mm-hmm. of twenty twenty three, folks. Mm-hmm. We're broadcasting back to you. The world has ended. Yes. Um, me and Future Tom have uh, survived miraculously in this single Hollywood video, which is wild because I don't think there were Hollywood videos like in. <laughs> Like there was at least there was at least one clearly future Dave. Uh, Apparently, it, yeah. It, it had enough old uh, Ernest movie posters lining its walls to shield it from the atomic blast. So that's yes. how we managed to survive the, the the brunt of nuclear winter. They did make those out of lead. Um, mm-hmm. They did. Yeah, and we so we have very little. You know, we've been eating a lot of rats, dry popcorn kernels. Stop you saying know. that so loud. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, 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 and we've been uh, trying to figure out what went wrong. You know, maybe maybe we can go back in time. And uh, uh, unfortunately, most of the videos in here have been bombed out. But we do have this return slot, 
with a bunch of movies marked uh, from Marco from the movie Omega Doom. Yes, Anna. thank you, Marco from the movie Omega Doom. Thank you so much um, because we've been watching these one by one. I guess we have power. We have power. Yeah, yeah. Or we're e- are we eating the tapes to gain their knowledge? No, once, we have once, power. Once we've watched them, but yeah. Yeah, I haven't learned anything from no, we have, these rats. We have, oh, we, sorry. We have some rats in the back running on a wheel to power our, our, our right? electricity. Future. <laughs> we're, we're real monsters, <laughs> Tom. Listen, um, anyway. listen. They did this to us. They forced us into this corner. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Um, and so, yeah, thank you, Marco, from the movie Omega Dune, because we are watching a movie from the year 1990. Uh, and that movie is called Robot Jocks. Robot Jocks. Uh, J-O-X. Yes. Jocks. Uh, robot. The, I, believe, I believe that's Latin for jocks. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Because like, they are just jocks, yeah, right? Yeah, the, uh, the plural of jocks, yes. Yeah. Uh, folks, this is directed by Stuart Gordon. It sure which is. Which, if that name doesn't pop out at you right away, it's the director of Reanimator, Reanimator. and From Beyond. Yes, yeah. and from beyond. And I believe and the writer of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, the director of Space Trekkers. Uh, and sure so was. So, forth. so many yeah. other delightful films. Big Stuart Gordon fans here in the, in the year 2023. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, and this movie, I guess we could just talk about the movie for a while because we're going to talk about, like, is there any technology from this future world of 1990 Um that could maybe help our situation. They were but able to successfully let's, let's go through predict. Them. Yeah. The movie is kind of Pacific Rim. Uh, we'll talk about the world kind itself. Of. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's, a, it's giant robots fighting each other with humans in it, mm-hmm. uh, in the robots. It's um, like we've, in, the, in this version of the future, uh, what, what year did they predict? I forget. It, they don't say. Oh, they don't say what year. Okay, but it's sometime in the future. Uh, there was a nuclear holocaust. And then and war became to... outlawed. Which yeah, and I, I, I want to talk about that might, later. Might how... be the single funniest sentence ever in a movie. It really is. Um, so um, instead of war, we just we uh, we now settle all of our disputes with giant robot fights. It's basically all of the nations of the world combined and solve all their differences by playing risk with giant robots and yeah, to, you, to claim land and territories, which is the narrator. Uh, it's still war. I don't know. If yes, you it is. <laughs> well, it's less death, I guess. It is 50 years since the nuclear Holocaust almost destroyed mankind. War is now outlawed and all territorial disputes between the two great alliances are settled by single combat. And I definitely want to talk about all that, all that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, right now, I, I guess, yeah, it really is. Um, how do you like this movie? I love Robot Jocks. Yeah, so I have um, I have an interesting thing to say about this movie. Okay. <laughs> I thought I love Robot Jocks was the most fascinating thing anyone's ever said about this film, but go on. Oh, I, I'm going to one-up you. I think this movie is good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of good. good movie. It is kind of good. There, yeah, I think there's some things that make it harder to realize it's good. Um, I think there's kind of a silly execution here and there, but I think scene by scene, this movie is making good choices and has a good idea. Um, there's a few things that um, like uh, that, that make it um, an issue, but 
So like I the character of Athena, I love how weird she is. I love that yeah. she studies his naked body, that they're doing these comedic scenes that are funny. They're supposed to be weird and funny in this unique way. Um, I like the I like the beats of like, for example, the escalation, which is that this is about guy where it's his final fight. Mm-hmm. He's a robot jock. He sure is. And, uh, He's fought nine of his 10 required bouts. Yep, and his 10th is a draw, so he chickens out, or, or he's just like, that's it, I'm done, because he wants to start a life. So it's about him sort of coming back um, to fight this Russian guy who uh, <laughs> like hates just, his guts. Just a real glorious maniac. Yep, his manager Tex turns out to be a double agent, which is <laughs> sure um, very does. funny in a lot of ways. One, because I was what? first like... <laughs> okay, please, okay, yeah. Well, Tex showing up like, I'm Tex. Um, At first, I was like, what a weird thing to do. And then when you realize he's a Russian double agent, I'm like, oh, he's just being racist. Like, he's just like, what do Americans act (laughs) like and sound like? Like, isn't that kind of what he's doing? It's like if we went to Russia and like did like a thick stereotypical accent and like dressed like Dr. Zhivago and like, you know, wore the hat. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure if he was uh, actually Russian or if he was just a double know. agent that got like won over by uh, stacks of fat cash. This is what, my head cannon, Whatever though. they use is for that, money in robot jocks. Yeah. He never let. He never breaks his character if it is a character. But um, I like the. I like that we learn that Tex is a double agent before everybody else does. That ups the stakes. We know. Oh shit! Tex is there. He's gonna fuck them up. He's gonna like hurt them. And so, like, that escalates really well. The death of Tex is not only funny, but it ups the stakes as well because it's, like, at that point, they're already the fight. The final fight is underway. I like that um, when it's him versus the Russian, they discard the rules. And, like, that ups the stakes again where they're like, this is personal. Fuck the rules. They they knock the referees out of their little referee spaceship. Yep. That's the right instinct. I like that. They um, go to when space, Achilles, future Dave. They do. <laughs> they, do. <laughs> they go to space, which is its own thing. Um, this is what I mean about the execution being silly, but the ideas, like the plot beats. Because I like also that Achilles, the main character, gets his robot destroyed and has to problem solve and run around away from this giant robot. I like that when he takes that guy out in the giant robot, they fight on the ground. Yeah. Um, and it keeps going. And I like that at the end, he's like, let's stop. And yeah. they stop. And they stop. And again, good idea. But then they give thumbs up, then which is very silly. they give a thumbs silly. up and fist bump and like kick my little hooves in the air. Right. So like I like describing the main beats of this movie, like it's a pretty good movie. It's just funny the way they go about it. It's, you know? um, it's got that kind of pseudo grindhouse feel to it like a lot Stuart Gordon's other films uh which puts a lot of charm into it for me um but boy there's nothing like (laughs) Tex (laughs) full-on diving out of a window and saying Geronimo Geronimo. and and that's how he kills himself he says I'll see you in hell gives a thumbs up and then runs grinning to jump to his death what a champ just dives headlong he falls something funny. like 700 feet. Yeah. It's, again, execution. Like, it's it's the idea, like, you look at a movie like Pacific Rim, mm-hmm. where they're doing the same idea, where they're like, this is an outlandish idea, right? But we're going to take it seriously. 
So how do we make it funny? Uh, get like Charlie Day to say jokes, which nothing against Charlie J- Day. Like, you know, he's funny. But that's how a lot of movies do it now, right? Yes, Where yeah. they, they go, get a funny guy. And then everything else is serious. This movie is like, no, let's make it all funny. Yeah. <laughs> let's make it all weird and funny. Let's make it all we're yeah, really a, bizarre. Yeah. It, it is. Uh, and it's and for the most part, I think it works. Um, I, I think, think one I, of the problems... Oh, oh well, I was, I'm interested to hear what you think one of the problems is. Because I, I know what my issue is with the movie. Okay. Or the, or the thing that I think doesn't quite work about the movie, even though I love this film. Yeah. I, I think the hero is, needs to be recalibrated. I think, like, he's, we first, like, when we meet him, he's, like, harassing a lady. I'm like, oh, no, is this the hero? Ah, it's the sure hero. is, Future Dave. That's, he, what, he, that's what I was going to say, is that there's not okay. a single likable character in the film. I was going to say, he looks both 20 and 60. Um <laughs> Yeah, he's like he's like a he's like a Lovecraftian Billy Bob Thornton. I was gonna say um, he looks like James Remar's Animorph. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, like if he was uh, turning it, if he was turning into Beaky Buzzard from like Looney Tunes and got stuck partway. Right. I think that would have been fine, but they make Athena kind of difficult, where she's mad at him for quitting, and then she's mad at him for coming back. And it's like, oh, I think she's Ath- just mad. Athena is, well, yeah, Ath- Athena's just a maniac. Athena's almost a villain. So it's like an, our two main characters are not very likable. <laughs> right. But it, I, I do think she was the closer one because it's like when you think, oh, she's weird. Like when he wakes up and spread eagle naked and she's there and she's like, I've been, I carried you home. I studied your body. Like, and he is like weirded out. It was like, oh, okay. So she's well, like a fucking well, serial killer yeah because she comes from what they call tubies like she is part of a group of people who have essentially been genetically engineered to be robot jock pilots. right so she's like tubies. yeah like she's so she's service <laughs> so she's like part of this group of people that have just been raised and trained in a lab from birth to pilot giant robots yeah. so yeah she's gonna be a freak like yeah and she is <laughs> she and is I, a weird freak and again, like, that's okay. But like, when he quits, she's like, well, are you just going to quit? Like, that's bullshit. But then when she comes back, she's like, fuck you, man. Why'd you come back? I was going to do the fight. And then she hijacks the robot. And to me, that feels like they want to have their cake and eat it too with her. Kind of, um, sort of. I think at first she, like, I, 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 yeah, it is a little more mercurial than kind of makes sense. But I do sort of follow the line of logic there where it's like, she looks up to him at first because he's the legendary winner, but when she when he quits, she's pissed at him because it's yeah, like, oh, needed- you're just a you're just a dumb coward. And then she's all jazzed because she won the right to pilot the robot. And then he just kind of waltzes back in. It's like, psych, I want to drive the robot now. Yeah. And so she's like, fuck you. <laughs> I think they needed a scene where, like, there there needed to be like a fu- one more little scene that signifies her going, you know what? Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. I'm going to do this that robot guy's, now. That guy's garbage. Yeah. Um, and I think that would have helped because, yeah, I do yeah. know that. It, yeah, that is what she's mad about for sure. Yeah. Um, but then they lack those two lack charisma where it's like, I forget. <laughs> they never show them hook up, which is. Oh, no. Wait. They just they just do like two weird smooches. One is is a, yeah. a mid fight smooch, which is never a good idea. And it always makes your hero look like a scumbag. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Even when they're Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's always weird. Yeah. It's always a little weird. 
Um, and uh, then they, they smooch later in the cockpit when she's like bleeding from the head. Right. <laughs> and I feel like that's a produ- producer note where it was like... It's like, we need a love story. It, right. It didn't feel like they were supposed to be in it, love. It, it, it doesn't feel supported by the narrative, right? Yeah, it, it, it does feel like very stapled on at the last yeah. minute. Like you could easily cut those kisses out and we wouldn't, you wouldn't need it because there's no other romantic angle to the movie. For sure. Know. Um, the other things that's like, issue, I mean, it's a silly fucking world. It's yeah, a it's world ridiculous. Where I it's can't, completely I can't ridiculous. Just, right. I can't, we'll get into the world more, but I couldn't tell. We, like, obviously, we never fought with giant robots. We fought with giant tractors. Obviously. Exactly. You don't want to j- build a big robot with legs. That's dumb. You build one with wheels so it can't get tipped over. Exactly. That goes we, 15 we, miles per hour. We learned that the first year after the uh, after the nuclear winter when we were doing the robot games. Right. All the leg robots fell straight fucking over. They all got rocked. Yeah. They tip over. You ever by see the, Star Wars? By the robot that looked like a rock. Like that was a yeah. great design. Yeah, which we called the rock. Which we too. called the rock. And that's why we still celebrate its victory as a holiday mm-hmm. to this day. Rock day? Rock yeah. day, yeah. Happy rock day. When is, is it today? It. Is it today? It's not today, but it's coming up. It's soon. It's soon. We'll let, yeah. we'll let you, you guys know in the past when rock day is so you can start marking it on your <laughs> calendars. Um, so like, like the part where he falls into the bleachers killing kids and families, our hero. And probably um, Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, and probably Jeffrey probably Combs. Probably Jeffrey Combs. It was like... I don't know what was so shocking about this. They have bleachers. <laughs> like, that's, uh, like, I, it's one of those things where, like, the world isn't likable, but it's also not supposed, like, no. yes, they choose not to fight at the end, but they don't push back on the world enough either. Right, it's, it's, a, it's a fascist dystopia. Like, at one point, the uh, head of the, of the good guys team, like uh, Achilles, Achilles' boss, I guess, the guy is like, the head of... Not the Confederation. I forget what the other union is called. The good guys. Um, he he shouts at the uh, after Tex dives out the window. He's like, "Everybody, get back down at your consoles, or I'll have you shot." And it's supposed right. to be the, that's the good guy. <laughs> yeah. So they, I think they needed to hunger the game this a little more. Where when they don't fight at the end, like the problem is that they keep being like, "No, you're going against the rules. It has to." No, like they need. They should want blood. The government, they should be like, fucking kill each other. We love it. And they should be mad when at the end they don't. You know what I mean? Like, the, they should have set up a dystopian We don't know that they're idea. not. We don't know that The movie ends right at the thumbs up, so they might get executed as soon as the credits roll. Right. But we need, like, if, you know, again, the ending of the first Hunger Games is basically them being like, you need to kill each other. Why aren't you killing each other? That's what this essentially is, right? It's a Hunger Games situation. Yeah, it's a real, um, it's a real, it's a real hungry sitch. Yeah, so like the, we needed more of that, where it feels like there is no dystopia. It's like the movie doesn't really push that idea that much. Um, so I think it was missing that a little bit. That there is um, no dystopia. Well, that like they're not fighting the dystopia more. Like oh, that, I see. Like, again, I, I felt like the government wasn't the villain nearly as much as it should have been. Right. If that makes sense. Um, the final thing is just that, the, you know, the effects are pretty good, but it's kind of silly. Um, it is. <laughs> the it part, is. The part Alexander's the robot, robot has a chainsaw dick. Yep. 
the part where it's just punching the other robot in the face multiple times. They go, oh, my God, he's killing him. And it just looks like the robot's bullying. The yeah, it, robot. it's, it, w- yeah, it's the, the, the contrast there um, is really funny because, <laughs> yeah, in the, in, the, in the wide shots, like the, the quote unquote wide shots, the effect shots of the two uh, ro- not, um, motion blurred robots. Uh, yeah. it, when he's just like rapid punching him in the face, it does look really funny. But then it cuts to the interior shot of the cockpit with Athena and she's getting, it's so violent. Like she's getting yeah. slammed around and blood's shooting out of her head. It's like really violent. Right. <laughs> and, and then it's it, like yeah. the equivalent of wedgie. Yeah. She, but yeah. it's like, it does look so funny just from the robot's perspective. It's like yeah. he's giving him a noogie. <laughs> it's very silly. Yeah. Very silly movie. What a Future tremendous time, but it is film, fun. Dave. Future Dave. It's, uh, yeah. I, I have nothing else about the overall film. We can start to explore the world if you want. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, like we said, it's after the nuclear holocaust, and I really want to break this down. Sure. Because I have a question. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think was the progression? So there's an obvious progression implied, but not explicitly stated which is the idea that nuclear war was so horrific that we decided collectively to find a new solution mm-hmm. to war, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a different theory, which is that the nuclear holocaust destroyed everything. We were living in caves, right? Mm-hmm. And as or in, such... perhaps in Hollywood videos. In Hollywood videos, yeah. As such, we were just like fighting for literal territory, like with rocks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And as we kept that going and advancing, one side just like made a robot and the other side was like, hey, you can't do that. And then they made a robot. And then that's just how it kept going is like, it's just how war progressed from then on. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to imagine happened. But like the idea of how did we get to this point in this world? You know, it, se- it seems there. like too brief a time, right? It's only 50 years. It's like in that 50-year time, they had to come up with these two worldwide unions, uh, confederations. Um, They had to come up with this system, which this was probably not their first idea. Um, Like I just said. I'd love to see the others. Yeah, our first idea after the the Holocaust was uh, stick-legged robots. And I I just explained why that didn't work. That's why we celebrate Rock Day. So like yeah. yeah, I do want to see the first couple of drafts of what they came up with. Was it like like powerboat racing or like I don't know. Maybe sword there, fights. There's definitely pros and cons. Yeah, I love to think they all got a powerlifting competition. Like, yeah, they were like, okay, we've decided war is illegal. Okay, crossing war out. So what do we have instead of war? And I I want to know the dipshit. It was like, what if robots fought? And they were like, oh, that's perfect. We can get a war ref. Like there's a ref. They have refs for the mm-hmm. war they're doing. That, that fly and like, around in little, in little hover cars. It's great. Right. Little fifth like, element yeah. taxis. Because what it is, it's not a war film. It's a sport film. That's what it comes yeah. down to is they're decided because they don't even kill each other that much. We've realized like they don't, they're not, suppo- you know, they're not they supposed submit. to. Yeah. So like, I think they were just like, what if instead of war, we just did sports and they're like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Let's do sports. What kind of sports? Let's invent a new sport. What if it's like wrestling, but robots? Can people gamble on it? I don't see why not. We can have a ref and like make it fun. Um, and for that reason, this is an awesome world to live in. 
I like that the only thing that survived the Holocaust was the military industrial complex. Yeah. But then I We just still needed to find decided... a way for that to exist. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well we well, can't I we wanted... can't build we can't build machine guns and, and battleships anymore. What can we build? We can build giant robots. Right. Yeah. And I that's the other aspect of this I want to point out because I think this is a cool world to live in, right? Like where war is replaced by two guys fighting in giant robots. That's objectively great, right? That part's pretty great. And the fact that you I can sign a waiver you, you can sign a waiver to be in the bleachers. Yeah. Uh, and you can gamble on it. Yeah, that's fun. You can gamble However, on whether or not you're about to lose your, your home to a That's to, what I was about to, to say. To the, to the gigantic Russian robot with a with a cock chainsaw. This is what I wanted to point out because they're like they're literally before they're like today they're fighting for Alaska. Mm-hmm. Like it's a prize in a game show. And what occurs to me is because this is how we're doing war, it also means that war is a lot lower stakes, surprisingly, right? Like you, two countries go to war, only two people die now. Or, or Potentially, at risk. or at yeah. risk, yeah. Which means they probably have wars all the time now because it's fun. Like there's probably an element of like there's a ratings person. Achilles, like running man. Achilles is on his ninth of ten required wars. Yeah, exactly. So I and feel he's like not, now... And he's not an old man. Right. There's got to be like, there's got to be like an agent who's running, like who's looking at ratings and stuff, mm. going to the government like, hey, you guys, uh, what about Alaska? You should take Alaska, right? Like Alaska's pretty juicy. Maybe you should have a war over it. Like they're making wars, it feels like at this point, because we don't fight over Alaska now. Um, Not I now, mean, we, but that was a, con- a contested territory in the Cold War. That's fair. Yeah. But it's just very funny that it feels like. Yeah, now you're just making things to war about uh, at this point, um, which or not not a contested area, but like this this the idea of this conflict was swirling around during the Cold War. Right, but th- like you said, ten wars. So yeah. I'm also imagining what does this do to local governments? Where like I'm oh, they imagining don't exist. you live in like <laughs> they yeah, you live exist. in like Utah, and you get up one morning, someone's like, "Bad news, we're actually Russia now. They won us in a war." Ah, and nuts. then the next. Yeah, and then like a week later, they're like, "We're USA again," and it's like that, like right. You'd have politics. to keep you'd have to keep both jerseys in your home. Exactly, like it would be constant. You'd yeah. be constantly changing because yeah. these stupid robots are having idiot wars over uh, pieces of land every fucking day. I mean, you you mean these awesome robots are having <laughs> bitchin' wars. That's true. And again, it's really like... Bodacious wars. (laughs) I I can't stress, like, the fighters go to the same bar. So, like, it's not war. It's sports. It's both, Dave. Future Dave. It's both. Yeah. You you know, it's it's because, you know, uh, sports are our our gladiators. That's true. War is is sports. Warts. Yep. Warts. Warts. Um, This movie, unfortunately, got some stuff right. Spore. Yep. Uh, people are wearing masks in this movie. They sure are, Future Dave. Yep. Uh, there is a limited meat supply, which mm-hmm. is in, implied uh, or is, in, is one of those things we talk about. Uh, the government is pushing breeding. Um, they're saying like, oh, you get a better place because you yeah, have You get a kids. larger apartment if you have five kids. Yep. These are all ideas and concepts we are currently thinking about and swimming around in our society. 
Yep. Uh, so that's a bummer. Splash. Yeah, that's. I wish that wasn't still. Like this is this is supposed to be satirical. Yeah, I don't like robot jocks getting anything right. Yeah, that that should not happen. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about the style of this world? Yeah, I love that everybody's dressed like GI Joes. Yes, I like Incredible. that. Incredible. Rat tails. They have scorpion tails. I guess. Yeah. They, yeah. It's just like weird. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but like all of the tubies have the same hairstyle. Yeah, uh, they name them after Greek characters, I guess. But they uh, they name the uh, the fighters. That's not their real name. Um, so the government did that, I guess. I guess because we see an Achilles like poster, so it's 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 weird. But later, yeah. someone calls. They're them also by celebrities. Real name. Yeah. The did you notice the fancy guy has a weird tie that's like a Star Trek badge? It's like a pendant. They were trying to do something with ties in this. No, which guy is the fancy guy? Uh, it was just like some guy in a suit near the beginning. Um, oh. He was like some government guy. I don't know. They were doing a thing. They like doing a thing, you know? Yeah. They like, you know, they like rolling the dice on, on, on fashion trends. Yeah. Hypothetical fashion trends. Yep. Yeah, it's future, future fashion. Uh, of course, they, and one, guess, the one thing they didn't predict was was that year after the Holocaust, where carrying a, a carrot around in your pocket became really popular. Is that a thing? Well, it was. That's how we, you know, you would give it to the rats, and that's how we we'd get. Oh, by. right, 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 right. Yes, yes. That um, they didn't like the carrots. That's the problem. That's true. Yeah, but you could always slap them with it. You could whack a rat with a carrot. You know. That's it's like a it's like a bribe it's like it's a nat- carrot and a stick it's you know? it's it's nature's dagger in many ways exactly sharpen that carrot don't eat them it's disgusting you know like we didn't have much food but we weren't gonna have we weren't gonna eat those carrots that's for damn sure <laughs> definitely not stooping to eating that carrots no. come out of the ground yeah it's disgusting the fuck um so we should probably talk about the technology here. Uh, someone would make billions if they invented drone technology, I feel like, <laughs> in this universe. <laughs> Much like Pacific Rim, I feel like uh, like a steering wheel, maybe a remote control situation. There's a lot of solutions, I feel like, that they're not inv- investigating in this world. Like Pacific Rim's the worst one, right? Where it's like, right. why? Where you just like mentally pilot the ship. Right, and you still have to do like the physical movements at the same time. Right, yeah. It's like, well, which is it, man? Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like piloting a robot, you shouldn't have to do like physical strength training, you know? I don't know. Like, I, I, it can't hurt. I feel like that's how you get the best robot jocks. That's true. Well, I like their training, which was like loud room, loud monkey bars room, which I actually understood, which was like, if your robot falls over and you got to get the fuck out of there... That makes sense. Like you got to wiggle out of the robots yeah. and climb things. Yeah, it was. I mean, yeah, it was a hellacious situation. I mean, it was absurd, but also it did kind of like I see the logic to it because the idea was to expose them to. We want you to do a, a relatively simple thing, which is climb up this thing out the hole at the top. But we're gonna do all sorts of shit that you're gonna experience when you're trying to drive a gigantic robot and fist fight another right. gigantic robot. They like electrify the bars, but again, like you could accidentally grab an electric wire. On your, like, if you're climbing up a robot or out of a robot, it did make sense. It really did. Airtight. Yeah. 
Um, as airtight as his uh, little robot cockpit that kept him safe when he went into space. That's to true. Earth's orbit. Yeah, we should probably talk about that. Mm-hmm. They just go to space. They just go to I, space. At no point, at any, earlier in the film, at any point, do they uh, say that that's possible. <laughs> it's. I'm trying to. That think was of, shocking. It's like if Captain America suddenly sh- like shape shifted. <laughs> yeah. Like wait. He can do that? Like it, it He has before. There was a series where he turned into a werewolf. Oh, okay. Well that's But I see what you're rules. saying. Yeah, if he suddenly turned into a bench. Yeah. Captain like, Bench. Oh. Like in, in Infinity Wars, like in one of the last ones where it's like, wait, because that's the thing, at the end of this movie, they just casually go to space mm-hmm. and it was like, wait a fucking second. We're <laughs> fighting for territory. That was always an option. Just, yeah. And it's like, why not? Travel in space. Because yeah, like, I was gonna say, future Dave, they get to space fast. I was about to say, yeah, easily, easy space yeah. travel. That's the other part of it. It's easy. So it's like, wait, you created space vessels and you're using them to fight over oil. Do, am I getting that right? Like that's ridiculous. Very silly. Yeah, I, feel I can't like stress th- that enough. They just go into space. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, it is. Just go again. It's 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 no different, honestly, than if like John McClane went into space suddenly at the end of Die Hard, yeah. where it's like nothing is <laughs> nothing is indicated they can do this. Nothing. <laughs> Chasing Alan Rickman into space. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, I guess they can fly. It seems like that would have come up earlier, yeah. but okay. Ties the fire hose around himself and just jumps straight up <laughs> into space. Yep. Um. So yeah, no drone technology. No. Going to space. Uh, this is a lot of what they don't have. It's very funny. This is a lot of movies from this era. Mm-hmm. It's very funny that in giant robot movies, uh, where they're like, it's the future, there's giant robots. They can go into space. Uh, how do they get entertainment? You know, just like TV, like now. Yeah. That's you know, always TV funny to me. On really tiny, <laughs> no weird screens. Yeah, no internet. Yeah, just CRT TVs. Lots of, lots of physical media still around. Yeah. And the control room. Ah, just CRTs. Just old. Yeah, you know, no. <laughs> a, a giant robot streaming? Uh, no, internet can't imagine that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't that's know, wildest imaginations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like I like that they went real hard into into the concrete, the brutalist. Oh yeah, apartment. I buildings. was saying there's a like, lot. It looked like the uh, apartments from Demolition Man if they were in the Eastern Block. Yeah, there's a lot of... You know how I feel about that. I know. There's a you, lot you, of aesthetic here. I would live in this future for the aesthetic. I, I also like the... Uh, like, I've seen this before. The future kitchen, which is the idea that in the future you don't need a kitchen. It's just cubbies that would give you the food you want. Mm-hmm. They always make it, like, malfunctioning. But they kind of have that here where his apartment... Not like the home... when they've, they, did a, they did a cool idea, which is when he visits his brother... Mm-hmm. Um, they just live in a house and they have a kitchen and they're living like humans. But when he's a robot jocks, he's like, has this like future house. Right. Yeah. Where like the coffee is just like it coming out of the wall and the food and everything is just like, <laughs> none of it's working just, quite just well. Spraying out of the ceiling. Yeah. Coffee deployed. That. It's the same with like uh, the fifth element. Yeah. Like his apartment, you know, mm-hmm. I really like that aesthetic. The like, Boop, boop. Here's your food, puck, you know? Yeah. I know it's dystopian as hell. Eat your cricket brick. Yeah, but I, you know, I want to try it. Your bricket. 
bricket. That's what we would call it. It sure, it sure is. It's what we did call it. Yeah. They also do. I, I get. It's interesting because they don't call too much attention to it, but they do stuff like the automatic closet door, and then the automatic door with no knobs. I was watching that, thinking like, "Well, that's inconvenient." And then, sure enough, she breaks the door, and it's like, "See, like they they pointed out of like, you know, what's a great feature on doors, knobs." Yeah, <laughs> you really can't get enough. We, of we, knobs. we really nailed that design. Yeah, not much need to improve upon it. But it's very funny when they. Uh, you know, when they, they do that and then they sort of point out how much it sucks. <laughs> what do you think I, the I, I, is- I do love when these these movies predict ways in which future technology will be broken and disappointing. Right. Like this movie is subtly doing a Brazil thing. It's just that I think part of the reason it, it failed, I assume this movie didn't make much money. No. It was also a big risk. The studio didn't want to do it, apparently, because it would cost so much. And then they did it. And boy, did they pay for that. <laughs> they sure did. Um, I think this movie needs to be less subtle they're, with they're, that stuff. Their children continue to suffer. Yes. I think they needed to be like, because they're subtly pointing out how stupid the future stuff is. Yeah. But I don't think they're doing it enough. And same with the dystopia. I think they need to be louder about it. I think um, so. Yeah. I think it, it could have been a little bit more, because um, Stuart Gordon has that capacity um, so I think it could have been yeah. a little. I think this could have been a little bit more RoboCop in tone. Yes, I think he and needed I think, a RoboCop. I think, I think it would have been more successful if it was a, if it was a little more RoboCop, a little more satirical, a little funnier. Mm-hmm. Um, because right now it's it's funny, but it doesn't feel always intentionally funny, and I think it is in a lot of places. But it does. You can't. Again, it's you know that's uh, the beauty of RoboCop, right, and of uh, Verhoeven, which is like. Sometimes people like don't realize that he's funny. I would argue it's you have to be kind of thick too at times, but like you know what I mean where it's like there's this feeling of like it's it's unironic mm-hmm. uh at points, but obviously he's doing satire. I think this like was too far into the subtle part where you watch it and you're not sure sometimes, you know? Yeah, and then other times it's like Hey, we're having when he goes to his brother's house and his brother's wife is like, we're having meat to to celebrate your your retirement. And she opens the pot and it is a single hot dog, yeah, boiling in a pot of beans. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. And uh, again, before it's time, but like the <laughs> thumbs up, for example, I couldn't tell if the giving a thumbs up was supposed to be funny because it's funny. It's extremely funny. If they were doing like a thing where they're like, you know, it's like Demolition Man, where like thumbs ups are so wholesome and dumb, and then everybody's doing it to each other, it's little things like that. I feel like they had to like play up a little more, yeah, you know, be a little bit sillier with it. Have like a commercial where they're doing thumbs up a bunch, and it's like clearly stupid, you know. I yeah. guess it's very Robocopy, but you know, like something. Um, what do you think that orb did? <laughs> the bedroom orb. I have no idea. Everybody, I so in order for it to really be the maybe future, it's maybe it's a vanity. Oh, maybe it's a toilet. We don't maybe. see any toilets in this movie. I don't think that's true. I was just gonna say, in order to achieve future, no matter what year it is, everybody should have an orb. Everybody needs and, a, and everybody needs a shape. There's always there always needs to be an indecipherable shape. Somewhere right. in that's, your room. That's why we've been building our orb mm-hmm. in this um, Hollywood video. Yeah. Uh, out of rat shit. It's out of rat, rat shit. Out of rat skins. 
<laughs> yeah, but it's yeah, it's, it's skin stuffed with shit. filled with rat shit. Yeah, yeah, but it's an orb nonetheless. It's, it's an a orb. It really orb. ties the room together. Yeah, you need an orb. You just have to have one. And he has an orb that like has like it looks like almost like a little city in there, but it's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. And it's just next to his bed. What does that orb do? I want to know. I don't think I think whatever it does is is that. He also has a TV over his bed, but on the wrong side. Where it's like you can't watch that. It's above the 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 the, the baseboard, the head area, and it's like, well, what are you gonna do with that TV? I guess maybe if you have chairs on the other side of the room, that just seems inconvenient. Yeah, bad design. Where where are you gonna put the chairs? Then there's no room for the orb. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The orb's gotta do something, man. Uh, maybe it's like a snow orb globe. Do? Yeah, it might just be. It really might just be like something his grandma gave him. Yeah. While she was on vacation. Yeah. It's not so, futuristic at all. Some dumbass birthday present he got or something. <laughs> yeah. So what out of all this can we learn? Unless there's any technology you want to shout out. No, I think we covered it all. I think we have to learn that in the future, meat might be sparse, our air might be limited, and the government, despite those problems, might like try to boost the population mm-hmm. which is a totally unrealistic prediction um yeah i can't I'm imagine sure that'll, that'll ever come true so don't worry yeah. about that what you really need to do is prepare for the robot wars that will undoubtedly happen well you could argue we do do wars with robots now it's true they're just drones there's drones yeah yeah and it's not gonna but be it's not, robots. it's not resulting in less people being killed no, I was about to say it's right now. It's a one-sided robot war, and when we, when Boston Dynamics gets their robots, there's going to be some poor country. I'm guessing in the Middle East that's going to live in a Terminator timeline, while the rest of the world doesn't. Like that's the problem with robot warfare right now is it's just one-sided. It's just like big countries bullying other people with robots. Um, so like you know, give those country robots is my point. Yeah, well, that's how you theorize this whole thing got started in the first place. So maybe that's yeah. the prediction. Is it like, is it a crime to like, can I sell guns to other countries? That's no, probably I, fine, right? I think right? that's fine. And yeah. like weapons? The, yeah. The, okay. Reagan did it. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. Reagan did it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. yeah if, if we get into a problem, I'll start getting to I bet you make a lot of money doing that. Yeah. Uh, if you get into trouble, just get Robo Reagan on the phone. Exactly. He'll explain it all. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if ro- if wars were fought this way, do you think this is better or worse way to fight wars, um, considering the pros and cons? Um, I th- Take... <sighs> oh, I was going to say, take the dystopia out of it. Yeah, that's... Well, that influences Replace my answer. Replace it with our, the, the current dystopia. I think, yeah, I think <laughs> that influences my answer a great deal because you we, we pointed something out where you would... There would be wars constantly, and territory exactly. would be constantly changing hands because it's just it's just a game. So I actually think it's worse. I think it might be worse. Yeah, I really think I I don't know. It's hard to say because there'd be people listening being like, "Yeah, but less lives are taken," and it's like that it's is like, true. Yes, but everybody is living on on the on the razor's edge in this well, universe. I was say, it, less lives are taken until a lot of lives are taken. For it because of things like starvation and instability of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so let's like, also, I think the masks imply that the robots are polluted, polluting the air, but I, I think that's just our, dis- I think dystopia. it's just the, the reality of, of living in a world that was decimated by a nuclear Holocaust. That's true. That's very true. But yeah, it's, um, you're right. It's instability. That's, that's the word. Like the, the, this would create such an unstable world that it would be a nightmare. Yeah. Here's what I would accept. A world where this is happening for little trophies. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, uh, belts. This, yeah. We can, do, make, we, can us, make, um, we can make gigantic championship belts for the robots to wear. Yeah. Just real steal it. Why aren't we real? Hell stealing yeah. Why this? aren't we yeah. re- real stealing? That is a genuine question. We should be real stealing future Dave. We should be. We really should. be. We have to be the future that we want to see. That's true. We should make little robots out of rap shit and skin and skin and, and bones. uh, and bones, and bones, yeah, and fight them. Mm-hmm. Make them fight. <laughs> yeah, or at least become like so hungry that that's what we think is happening. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever comes first. Like we imagined a, a some sort of transmitter that allows us to project into the past. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Good movie. Yeah, pretty solid film. <laughs> glad this one survived. Me too. Glad, yeah. Me too, glad it survived Tom. the blast. Yeah. This was uh we had we had fun. Is there any other thoughts about robot jocks? No, other than it rules. It rules hard. It kind of rules hard. Yeah. Um and people should watch it? I think yes. Watch Robot Jocks for all its faults. It's a it's a great watch. Yeah. Um so uh we thank you Marco from the movie Omega Doom from returning this VHS yes. of Robot Jocks. You, you inadvertently saved this film and we thank you. Yeah, it. yeah, um, and boy, I think we got like maybe one more broadcast in our future, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it because mm-hmm. I, I see we're we're nearing the end of what's in this uh, return box. Yeah, but and also I think we're running out of time with the Rat Queen. That's true. That's true. Um, and generally, I don't also feel like we figured out what went wrong or learned it much. I don't feel like we've gotten we've any watched. any closer to the answer, but who knows, Future Dave? Maybe the next tape here is gonna be the seat, the key that unlocks it right but at least maybe if you were like listening to this while driving to work mm-hmm. it made that better you know hopefully yeah hopefully so there's that um so i guess until next time folks this was um uh through our patreon that doesn't feel like what the bit is it's, uh in the fine. past we had a patreon <laughs> <laughs> patreon.com Slash gamefully unemployed. Uh, if you go on there in the past where you're listening to this, mm-hmm. um, uh, and maybe if you support us, our apocalypse won't happen. There we go. Uh, there's exclusive podcasts on there like Tom and Jeff watch Batman, Fox Mulder's a Maniac, Star Trek: The Next Futurama, Spielboys. We watch movies every Friday night. We have in fact watched Robot tro- Jocks. We did. We do it with our patrons. I should note where it's we. It's not just me and Tom privately watching movies. We watch it with our patrons. That's a tier. <laughs> There's a Discord community. All sorts of stuff. Check it out. You'll love it. Yeah, we also have a story over to GameflyUnemployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on T-shirts, stickers, mugs, posters, all sorts of things in the past. So check that out with yes. your past tense peepers. Yes, enjoy it now. Yeah, you soon, lucky ducks. You have no idea how good you have it. Yeah, you'll be making sex toys you, out of rat shit. You'll be making rat orbs. Yeah, yeah, you will. And then fucking them. Okay. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs) 